All right, it's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. It's finally here. It's Masters Week. It's November. And the next uh, major after, also the Masters. So this week we're hopefully having beaten the bookie on to go over betting picks for uh, for the Masters this week. But he is currently in a weird situation with a hurricane, so we're not really sure yet. But we'll, uh, we'll go over that and we'll also finish it off with some birdies and bogeys. So let's get into it. Little just little thing about um, the Houston Open this weekend before we get into uh, Augusta. So Carlos Ortiz won this weekend, and that morning I put a live bet on him, twenty to win thirty dollars. Nice. What made you do that? Uh, I saw him at the top of the leaderboard with like I threw like twelve holes, and I was like, eh, he seems like he's got it. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even watching. Twenty to win thirty. <laughs> No, no, I wasn't, no. Great ball striking all week, though. I watched the last six holes of the tournament, and uh, and he, like, they were talking about how well he was ball striking all weekend, and he just needed, mm-hmm. like, he just needed to get the putter going. He had the most insane shot on 16, I believe, par 5, like, from, like, 230. He had a 6 iron to 5 feet and then missed the eagle putt. He lipped out, but then he birdied, which Carlos, ended up being it. Carlos Ortiz is always one of those guys that, like, I want to pick every week. Um, he's a he ball just, like, He just kind of like, he kind of like sticks out. I don't know why. Never end up picking him. Or like when I do pick him, he does like okay, but he doesn't win. And of course, like, he was somebody I who I knew everything about. I knew all his stats, everything like kind of early last season, but I never knew what he looked like. I always, I always imagined him to be like a short, like short, like ch- chubby guy, but mm-hmm. he's like <laughs> tall and, and uh, maybe it's just big poppy's chubby, but. <laughs> David Ortiz, Carlos Ortiz, well, I'm pretty, pretty I, I, generic. I, agree. Name. I, I, I kind of, I kind of like think because like he's from Mexico, so I, I kind of like guess like the whole like Abraham answer, kind of yeah, like short, like kind of a shorter guy, but like he's not. No, I, mean, I knew, I, no, I know what he looked like. I don't know. I, I, I probably because I, I do all the graphics and stuff. I'm sure he had a first round leader at some point this year, so um, like that's where I, I know what he looked like. I think his wife actually yeah. liked our Instagram post of of him winning. Really, I like, so saw the last uh, name Ortiz, and I was like, "Oh, wait, like what?" And then like I clicked on the profile, and it happened to be his wife. So, yeah, and also one of his sponsors like uh, yeah. commented on our post. That was so weird. Was. Yeah, and then so some guys that you know are notable that that are in good form from like the Houston Open going into this week. DJ Matsuyama and Kepka were all at the top of the leaderboard. DJ, I think, were and Matsuyama were second and third, and Kepka was somewhere in the top ten. Uh, he finished at like eight under, I think. Kepka so, had like a five five under, like front nine or something like that. Yeah, one. so that's I think it was Sunday, maybe. That's Sunday encouraging inside. for Kepka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think going for the Masters. Yeah, he's Definitely. he's it's it's the classic Kepka move: peak at the right, peak at the right time, peak at mm-hmm. the Masters, peak at the majors. It's yeah. I mean, we'll hey, see. if he's if he's healthy, it, like, um, I, yeah, watch there's out. no reason he won't win. Yeah. Anyway, exactly. Another guy who at the beginning of the week when. I feel like when I was just like looking at the leaderboard in the first, you know, nine holes of the tournament being played, Spieth was at the top, and I was like, "Oh, is he peaking at the right time?" Yeah. And then, just <laughs> whatever, he got cut. He like, I was, the cut. I was looking at the uh, oh the God. statistics for one day this week. It might have been Friday, 
where um if you just go hole by hole with like all the shot tracers on like the the pga tour app and like he was not even close to the fairway on like half of the holes like there was one hole where he hit a shot tracer and it was like out of the picture like like it shows like the little like over the top view of the hole on the pga tour app i'm sure you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. the little 3d mm-hmm. thing the shot tracer on the tee shot was like all the way out like off the grid like off the map like not even close to anything um and then you see the second one just come in from like nowhere like and you're like wow like he really missed the fairway like that far and, like, and it still just doesn't surprise me yeah like pat like past said like i was like like someone said like oh speed is like in lead and uh i looked at him like oh he's in lead and like an hour and a half later, I'm like, oh, he's tied for 50th. Yeah, he's three nah. over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. What, like, what, what just happened? I saw like he went like bogey, double, birdie, double. I mean, the course wasn't playing like that a, easy. No, not at all. No, but no, it, it wasn't. Which was like, which was kind of like profession. Like someone, I think, like I saw when he shot 500 in the front nine one day. So that was low. That was a low round of the week. It was 500, mm-hmm. and like someone. Well, Ended up and being seven, like under, seven under, seven under for Matsuyama yeah. on Sunday. On Sunday I mean, after, uh, after his round, he was being interviewed, and Kepko was saying like that how much he like loved like how this week was set up. It wasn't one of those tournaments where twenty five under, thirty under was going to win it, right. so, yeah. which is which is good for him. Like you got grind like grind it out kind of guy. Like exactly, everyone's worried about the everyone's worried about the, worried about the conditions and grinding it out, and he's he's doing his own thing. He does not hear the noise or anything like that at all. So mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, so solid, solid week for Carlos Ortiz. Though. I mean, like he just yeah. played solid all week. I mean, that's all you can. And he drained that birdie putt to end it. True. Yeah, that's all. That's always the best way to win. With, with DJ birdie. and Matsuyama like breathing down his neck, and yeah. Well, all I had to do was yeah, two putt. Yeah. And all he had to do was two putt there, but still, canned it. Um. So then, that, and that's his first PGA Tour win. So that was pretty cool. Also in front of fans, which is kind of underrated. Yeah. True. I was watching it. I was like, oh wow, like there's. A lot of people watching yeah, this I'm last like, one. Oh, they're back. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly, it I I didn't really change it that much for me. Even like I, I, I really, mean, I just no, I feel like I the experience on TV. Like watching the highlights, I didn't realize it at all. I mean, obviously, like for non-majors, the experience on TV is like not that different. But like when you get to yeah, a major, like, like this Thursday week, at, thir- this week at Augusta is gonna be so weird. Like with no one around. Yeah, it really will. If there were fans, oh my god. Well, there better, be fans. To go. There, there, there better be fans in April. I'll be so disappointed. Do you, you think you'll be able to go in April if there's fans? I If there are fans in April, I think I'll be able to go. I think I will. But we'll, I mean, I have no idea. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a vaccine by then, but probably not. But maybe. <laughs> I mean, news came out like this morning about the vaccine. So. I, I saw that. I saw mm-hmm. that. Oh, also, a, week, yeah. a week a week after the election that that's not yes. like suspicious at all <laughs> i was gonna say slight uh slight update since since uh the podcast happened last new president don't need to really go into it but just slight update if you didn't know already <laughs> yeah we're, we're here to inform you <laughs> president reelect joe biden breaking news one week after anyway uh <laughs> Let's move, in, let's move into some Masters talk. I feel like that's what he, the people uh, came for this week. Some brief things. Sergio and Joaquin Neiman are out. I saw Sergio tested positive. Neiman is just still out from, with COVID, right? Um, I think so. Yeah. I mean, Neiman and Neiman and, and like Garcia are like kind of close. Like, I wonder if they got COVID like from each other. Like, if Sergio got it from Neiman. Are they close? They are. 
because they're both like Spanish-speaking like people, and like they always he like always comments on all his like posts. I didn't realize uh, Daniel Berger and like Hovland are not playing this week though. Yeah. Wait, Hovland not playing. Hovland and Daniel Berger are both not playing. They didn't. They didn't qualify, right? I guess. I. I guess not. I think I we, guess. Were ta- we talked about this earlier on with Daniel Berger, that didn't, who like didn't that, qualify. I, I, I didn't realize that. Like, the, like I just assumed like Daniel Berger would be playing because he like a sick like he won. Yeah. And then after the restart, I guess. I guess that makes sense. That was after the restart. The Masters was supposed to be so much longer ago. So like the field was locked in from, uh, however, like a while ago. So I mean, it sucks. You have two of the be- better players in the world um, yeah. not allowed to play. Whatever. That completely slipped my mind that the field was set from whatever day. Like, yeah, no, I, I did. I was like, playing in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. think about the field was set. Like, I didn't think about that at all because I assumed like, oh, Daniel Berger played sick and Hovland played well. Like my roommate, all summer. My roommate's favorite player is Hovland, so I feel like when I tell him that in like an it's hour, he's going to be quite upset. No, just wait, well, wait, wait, wait until Thursday morning. He's going to look for Hovland scores. Like, why can't I well, find Hovland? Well, like, oh, see, he's see, see what happens. I mean. It, covid like if a couple more people get it like i'm sure hovland and, and Berger like, are there somewhere, alternates somewhere yeah. on that list to, to it could it probably in. could be alternates so you yeah, never know if there's like an amateur alternate though or like whatever it is because i'm you, you see that neiman and sergio both have like those positive tests whatever i'm sure they're not going to be the last two there's going to be someone bet, else between now and Thursday. I, yeah i'll say i bet one, one more person test positive i'm sure I'm, i bet you it's going to be somebody that we pick on this podcast this happens every week we pick somebody they <laughs> yep. test positive and then like the podcast comes out on wednesday we did it on monday like whoops mm-hmm. yeah uh so Pictures came out like this morning, kind of. They were circulating throughout the day. Augusta in the in the fall. We've all been waiting for it. It didn't disappoint. It Gorgeous. Didn't disappoint. Not at all. Gorgeous. You kind of re- replaced like the flowers and stuff with just like the with fall foliage. The foliage. Yeah, the it's, foliage. It's amazing. Fall. Yeah. It's, it's so here's so the thing. Nice. Here's the one thing that sucks about fall golf for amateur golfers. This weekend, like. I can't find a ball because there's leaves yeah, everywhere. Leaves. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, go but ahead. at the Masters, they get those leaves. If there's a singular leaf anywhere, like somebody's getting fired. <laughs> right, so. exactly. Yeah, they're picking. They're, there's they're, probably yeah. somebody there, like yeah. catching them before they they hit the ground, like the next like three days. Th- I'm surprised they, they get all the positives. to be like a leaf cleaner, like on the course, like this week. Yeah, they get all the positives of fall golf. And none of the negatives. Maybe some weather, but I feel like what's the, what's the. I, mean, I, I feel like the weather's it's supposed been to be rain nice. Thursday and Friday. That's supposed to be. That's all I saw. Ooh, I feel like that's oh. that's that's on point though with like some cloudy Thursday, Friday. Yeah, and then, weather, and then beautiful weekend. Beautiful I mean, weekend. I mean, Tra- yeah. Trav, what's the weather like uh, in South Carolina? You're a little bit closer. To that's what I, that's what my fr- my friend said today. Is uh, it's supposed to be like sunny? Like it was nice today. It was it was like eighty degrees yesterday and today. And then it's supposed to be like rainy tomorrow all through the rest of the week. So it hit a nice I'm ho- I'm 75 so, degrees today in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's pretty nice. I'm looking at the uh, the weather. Thursday, 80% thunderstorms. Friday, 50% rain. Saturday, 40% rain. Sunday, 60% rain. Dude, we might um, have a, a Masters Monday. It's supposed to be warm the whole weekend, though. 79, 79, 72, it's 72. Thunder, and, thunderstorms? And it's, 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 still, it's, still, it's still a week away. I, it could lock a change. I, I think from what I saw last week, I heard it was, or what I saw yesterday, I heard it was supposed to be nice on Sunday, Saturday and Sunday after rain on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, 40% nice. Could, really. could you imagine a Masters Monday, though? Where I don't want like, to delay it a day I mean, and like, you have a Monday. I mean, but, yeah, but I'm doing things on Monday. I guess, but. 
Yeah, people we like could do a live a live I, podcast um, <laughs> during the Masters. Good, oh good. Um, yeah, another thing though, I feel like because Tiger didn't play this week, but he played, I guess, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. How's I mean, what do we think about Tiger? Because I feel like the Masters is a place where you kind of take current form in to a certain extent and throw it out the window to a certain extent because there's guys who just like. That's their course. Like, right. That's, that's, that's one that's, of course they that's just like three. That's literally exactly how I base my like picks, like DFS picks. Like, I literally I throw most of the stats out the window. I just basically on like maybe current form, and then like it like Fred Couples doesn't play like he plays Champions Tour all year, and then he comes in and plays the Masters, and he plays like he makes a cut every year. I made I two DraftKings like lineups. I made two DraftKings lineups, and Fred Couples was in one of them, so that I could just stack my lineup. <laughs> yeah, for, like, I mean, there, for, there's like, some low like, value guys. Cut, probably. Yeah, there is. I mean, we'll I mean, get like, into there's that guys who've been playing like pretty well, like recently, who are like very mm-hmm. low down there. But um, yeah, another I one. I mean, yeah. I mean, back to Tiger talk. Um, I don't know if this is it. I mean, we, we, I feel like we said this last year, but I yeah. just like he just has not looked that good this year. He, like, he hasn't. is he gonna put together four solid rounds of golf? I don't know. Like, is he healthy enough for that? I don't know. I mean, same thing. Him and Phil. I don't. I Phil, don't, Phil Phil's long much gone. Less much Phil's much less likely. But I, I think. Tiger, I mean, I wouldn't even say that he's much less likely. I, less yeah, likely like, for sure. Yeah. But he's not he's less likely. Like, but you're right. I mean, like, but the thing about Tiger, like, like you said, it's like it's like four. Like they know the course better. Like th- those two know the course better than anyone here. I mean, the so thing the thing about Tiger, like as opposed to Phil, like he could get hot off the putter, and like if you get hot off the putter at Augusta, all of a sudden, like you get a couple birdies because you make a couple on putts, and then you're right in it. So, and, and if anyone's gonna get hot, it's gonna be Tiger. Exactly. So that's the only thing that I would like. That's why I would keep him in. Now, the only, this, the only this thing, year is interesting because, yes. like, we're like, is Bryson going to break the course? Like, is that going to happen this year? We have no clue how that's going to work. So, well, I was going to say it's interesting because nobody's played in the fall yet. So, is that going to change things? Is that going to be? I don't think it'll be, be firmer. Much, I don't think it'll be a huge difference. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's going to be firmer or softer. I mean, it's been that cold there. I don't probably. To well, be in the in the rain, in the rain's going to soften up a ton. Yeah. Um, no matter what their system is drain wise it's going to soften up a ton but i i i don't know i just I, I feel like it'll be like a regular like a normal masters i feel like people like you're going to see like the names we always like i feel like a like a bubba is going to like play well like That's no matter right. how he's been playing yeah. and like we'll see i i'm just looking forward to it. i can't wait it's fine like it, it, it didn't really it didn't really dawn on me it was like next week until like sunday and i kept i saw i saw videos and like Master's I mean, whatever. It's because we've had all these like it's, like random events with yeah. like weird fields for the last like couple weeks. We haven't really had a field the last couple weeks that's had like everybody in it, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, it's I mean we don't even have everybody in it this week, but but, but I mean, I'm we finally, finally have one. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm finally ready to sit down in front of my TV or computer, whatever it is, for four straight days and just watch nonstop. I mean, you, you saw Instagram today. We have a. Kevin Kisner driving down Magnolia Lane. Um, that was pretty yeah, much like, yeah. awesome. Phil Mickelson driving down Magnolia Lane, like talking on his you see, uh, Instagram. Did you see JT Poston and his caddy's song? Yeah. What was caddy, it? His caddy has like the deepest Southern like country like like singing voice. Like it's it's a, he's a really good voice. <laughs> but just imagine like a deep country singing voice. 
and okay. he was just singing about Augusta, like making jokes about like mm. Max Homa and like, right. yeah. And is playing. Homa playing? Is Homa playing? Homa's playing. He Homa's yeah, he playing. was in he was in the field. That's right. I saw I saw his tweet yesterday actually, or just today maybe it was like getting ready for a practice round at Augusta, but kind of whatever something like that, that. He didn't get to play in the Masters in April because he was in such good form. Yeah, he he just I mean, won. He, and he's starting he's starting he to bounce back a little bit. Later. Like he's finding something. At least he's not getting yeah. cut in every event. I would, I would yeah. love to see him do well too. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean, I feel like first Masters is definitely like a kind of a starstruck experience the whole time. So you never know how well you're going to do. It can go either way, though. I guess Victor Hovland's first Masters, he was low M. So I mean, but it, it, you have true. different expectations when you're an M as like opposed to a pro. Yes. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the biggest storyline over Tiger is Bryson. And I agree. I'm starting, so yeah, I, I'm excited to see what happens, and I'm excited. I really hope he just breaks the course because I think it would be like very fun to watch. But I'm starting to like in my head is twisting it to so it's like no, this is just going to be overhyped, and he's just going to play like okay. I mean, I, I just from like like it's I can see why it's overhyped, but like the fact like those tweets that were said last week about him like nine iron on. 15 and but at this like point 11, it's like impossible like bomb for the hill on nine like it's, it's impossible for him to live up to the expectations because now i feel like the average fan probably thinks he's just gonna like drive the green on a par five no yeah, Not, yeah. but you know what i'm saying true but i i still think he's, uh, even if he doesn't win i think he's gonna do ridiculous like i think he'll still be like top 10 or do really really well i, I just mean, don't yeah there's a couple different ways to victory at augusta i feel like i mean obviously there's the long hitters that have won in the past and have done well by hitting it long because those are like fairways and stuff speed. like that but then there's the finesse players if you have good approach game and good putting you pair those two together those no, are the guys who also win so you can is there's that's what like everyone knows about augusta you can do it you can you can play your game and like anyone can win like zach johnson and jordan speed have won but there's also Kepka's competed and Rory's mm-hmm. almost won. Like Brighton, Bryson could break the course. Like you, you can do I mean, anything you want. That's just the beauty. That's so, the beauty of the Masters. I feel like it is um, so awesome. Cannot wait. Which, however, I think it's still more of a second shot course rather than the first shot because of the wide fairways. Most people are going to be hitting fairways. It is. But, it is. Um, I mean, if Bryson's closer on a second shot, maybe he has an advantage. But yeah, I mean, if, as if I, I, he, I feel like he doesn't green. have as much of an advantage to somebody who's a very good iron player. I mean, obviously, if you have a wedge into the green, you're always going to have an advantage. But if somebody's a really good iron player, they could get it just as close as Bryson does in the same amount of shots. True. I think what you might see is just Bryson, just like he'll be in contention and it'll really just be up to his wedge game and his putting. Because people forget, like, Bryson, I mean, I think Spieth said this on an interview the other. I feel like I, I see a ton of Spieth quotes about Bryson for some reason. Maybe they just keep clipping. I mean, the same everybody's interview. closer about Bryson. I'm, like, they're just clipping the same interview like over and over again on golf.com. But he said he like, he puts the living hell out of the ball. He's like, not yeah, he's only really just good, a big bomber. He's putter. an insane mm-hmm. putter. His, so. I saw a picture of him today. Like it was like an, on Instagram, I think. And it was his, like, like he looks even like bigger than I remember him. Be, I remember him being, I remember him being, there was a picture like, of him so carrying, big. carrying the, the, yes. the bags of practice that, balls. And you're like, wow, Bryson looks, looks like looks huge. Like, like, like I, I thought it was like huge last year, but like, it, well, I don't know if it was the angle or something like that. But he looked like, I don't even know. He looked, he looked just like even, even more, even huger. I mean, I mean, this bigger. is not, this is not really that so related. But there was another picture of that of, uh, I think it was, 
Spieth, Ricky, uh, and Jordan, and Gary Woodland taking a picture, like, on the bridge. And Gary Woodland was, like, a step down the bridge. So he looked tiny. Like, and, like, like obviously, Ricky's, like, 5'9". And he looked tiny. And then you're like, what, like, what's going on here? Like, Gary Woodland's, like, 6'2". Like, why he does he look so small? Too. And I was like, oh, he's, like, a step down on the bridge and, like, behind them. Like, that's why he yeah. looks like he's, like, 5'4". Like, mm. yeah. I just... Um, also, I don't know if you saw Tiger's outfit today. Not playing. Yeah, the mint, mint, the new, it was like mint the green. blue, the blue and the the blue pants, blue hat, and the green looked like with the like it was like a backdrop of like the like one of the holes or something like that. It looked so nice. It looked Nike, so clean. Nike yeah. just dropped that today. That that, that shirt. Looks, that he's it looks that, amazing that they're dropping a shirt so cool. that he's not even wearing in like the like actual like in a practice round he wore it. Mm. <laughs> By the way, what are your thoughts on these new Nike golf shoes that they came out with, where they have like a flap over the the? Uh, Let me look at them. The the laces. Have you seen these? I haven't seen um, them. Do they, they like? I haven't seen them, but like, do you? Everybody played soccer at one point, right? Like when we were like really young. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, do yeah, you yeah, remember yeah. those real those those like yeah. those flaps on the soccer cleats, like when we were yeah. like seven? Is that what it looks like? That's exactly what they it, look. It, like. Okay, it, that's ugly. Oh. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. I saw, I mean, I did what? see Shane Bacon said he liked it, and I was just like, okay, maybe I – I mean, because he has them, and maybe I trust his opinion, but, I mean, they can't look good with, like, shorts. I mean, uh, like, Nike, they, Nike if, send if, us a pair. If they didn't we'll, have that, they'd look clean. We'll review them. If they didn't have the flap, they would look sick, but also, yeah. like, again, if you're Nike, that doesn't really distinguish them – that much so i guess they're really just trying to go for shock factor like, there like that's kind of like i don't know how, how I don't, like, flap looks a little like heavier than i i was originally i originally thought like if you're playing like it's gonna flap in the wind and like it's gonna like like come up like in the wind or whatever it's gonna be annoying but they they, they should it should have it so like you can like kind of like if they had a flap like kind of like tie it down or like pin it down somehow like if they had that but I don't know. That, that's not. I, I don't. I don't like them that much at all. These are literally, they're literally like the the like six year old soccer cleats. But they anyway. are but golf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's move in before we go to more Masters talk. Of course, with betting and just the course preview. Let's go into the Monday hypothetical. G came out with it today, so I'll let you let him introduce it. I, I think Trev actually. Or I guess came maybe out Trevor it, did. I'll just introduce it. Like, what's I your did. favorite Masters moment? I, f- I was like looking for a masters related uh, Monday hypothetical. I feel like this one's got clean sweep just like based on how old we are and like what we've seen. <laughs> I'll let you guys go first because I feel like mine's going to sort of dispute yours a little bit. I mean, so I feel like you. Uh, the obvious answer is the the twenty nineteen right, Tiger besides, one. Besides, Tiger. I mean, that's just we, are, we, are, we, we, we know we know answer. for us we know for us that's by, like that's like by far my favorite moment like golf moment like ever like watching that happen. Um, I might go with, I might go with Sergio winning just because he was, everyone waited so long for that to happen and the reaction was perfect. Like he was just going crazy and yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not the biggest Sergio fan, but I was cheering from that whole time. He went to the playoff with Rose and it was, that was a really, that was a really awesome moment. I mean, even, uh, Bubba Watson winning his first. Bubba Watson. Yeah. That, that was, was really a, cool. that was a, that was a cool one. Um, I mean, yeah, someone said when he did that banana hook, I, yeah, I wasn't even the wedge, that in yeah. golf at the time, but I was watching that. That was one of the first ones that, I ever, first yeah. masters I ever watched probably was that banana hook. What was that? What year was that? 2012. 2012. Yeah. That was the year Louis Rousseau I would trust too. Um, right. Too. right. But the other one I was going to say was uh, 
uh, Jordan Spieth hitting the water on 12. That so was here's mine. I don't know. Yeah. I think it might have been. I don't know what hole it was, actually. But my favorite moment is not Tiger Woods winning the Masters. Obviously, that's 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 the end moment, which was mm-hmm. which is awesome. Francesco Molinari putting in the water on that hole. And that's, 12. Wow. That's realizing, cool. wow, Tiger's actually going to probably exactly come that, away that's, with this. That's when we knew. Like, when we were on that 12 was a in like, the water. That's when we knew. Happen. We're like, like, we're watching. We're like, this could actually happen. Like, that was the point. Because Molinari, at oh, that point, was playing lights out. Yeah, and then he, he hit in the water and 15, hit the tree on 15 and hit in the water again. Yeah. Like, I, I just, that was an awesome moment. I mean, like, some of our older listeners will probably say, like, 1986, Jack Nicholas, the yes, sir. Um, but my dad, my dad will always say, Tiger, that chip in. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's more. Always. People, I feel like in my, in my, like marketing classes and stuff like that they always say that that is like that was the single best like moment for nike because yeah the ball oh in, ball. Your, in your life yeah no for nike because the ball stopped right on the edge of the cup with the nike logo showing on the ball and it then was. drops it's like that they it can use per- that was per- yeah like they the, can show that the, the Vern Lundquist call for the rest of their life well yeah exactly <laughs> and then yeah and then they don't make golf balls anymore well yeah i mean Don't the, the mojo's <laughs> but the reason I said the Jordan Spieth was because when I was in, I was on a college visit. It was 2016. I was on a college visit. I think it was at Michigan State or something like that. And I was like going down to like Indiana the next day. And my dad and I are in a hotel room. It's like a rainy day, like really dark outside. We're watching the tournament. And like we're like, Spieth's going to win. Spieth's going to win. And then Spieth hits in the water twice. And like all, I, I, I like jolted up. I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is a tournament now. And he lost. I was like, I was so bad. I felt so bad for him, but it was, like that was like I was literally falling asleep before that happened, and then oh, was that the year Danny Willett? That was the year Danny. Willett. Yeah, Danny, yeah, that was Danny so Willett. annoying that Danny Willett. Do you, do you remember what happened that day? What happened that day? Our high school baseball team lost twenty-four to two. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember coming. I remember coming home on the bus and, and seeing Spieth just fall apart, and also oh. twenty-four to two loss. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good smack. At least he got, got safety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so let's move into the course preview. I'll let Jeek uh, go ahead with that. Um, yeah, course preview. So um, everybody knows Masters, Gusta National. Um, let's start off the field. Um, there's a 93-player field, I believe, unless like COVID has made it a little bit different. I think there's six amateurs playing in this year, but don't I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, it's the best players in the world, obviously, but um, like we said earlier, it's from the when the Masters was supposed to be. So, like, if you qualify for the Masters back when it was supposed to be, that field has been locked ever since then. So that's why you don't see like Daniel Berger in the field this week, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, as we mentioned earlier, Sergio Garcia, Joaquin Neiman, they're out because of COVID. I'm sure there's gonna be a couple more. Um, over the next couple of days. Um, and usually the Masters, um, a little bit different this year, usually the Masters um, doesn't cut anyone within 10 strokes of the lead. Um, this year, they're just taking the top 50 in ties. So throw that out, 10 strokes of the lead, that's not a thing anymore. Um, and now getting into the course, Augusta National, par 72, 74, 75. Um, wider fairways, as I mentioned before. So long, longer hitters could have an advantage, but not always. 
Um, there's a couple ways to win at Augusta. Like I said earlier, you could have good approach play and good putting. Um, Augusta always has some of the toughest greens on tour, um, a lot of greens of multiple tiers and stuff like that. So um, putting is definitely very important this week. Um, so that's why I'm putting it first on the key stats, strokes gain putting. I think that's the most important, followed by strokes gain approach. Um, I threw driving distance in there, but um, I mean, you obviously, everybody knows who has the driving distance, the Brysons. So um, I don't think it's as important. Um, and strokes gain tee to green. I feel like that's just tells you who the best golfer is, who does everything all around. So um, I threw it in there. And then obviously previous winners, everybody pretty much knows. Tiger Woods won the last one. Um, Patrick Reed the year before that. Sergio is not playing. Danny Willett, Jordan Spieth, and Bubba has two, 2014-2012. Adam Scott, 2013. I feel like and down, that's all down the list. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, so Charles um, Warchel is the most random person to ever. He is. He is. Um, well, Danny Willett was kind of random. Oh, that's Dan, Danny Willett. Danny Willett like literally dropped off, dropped off a cliff after. Yeah, like what has Danny Willett done since then? <laughs> no, that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that kind of gets you through the preview. Everybody knows Augusta. Yeah. yeah. All right, so after a little bit of a of a delay, we got Beating the Bookie back on the podcast for Masters Week, another major. I know you guys always love having him on and listening to him on here. Uh, welcome to the show again. Thanks. I'm glad to be, be back. You know, it's been a been a little while since we had a uh, since since we had a major. Um, Augusta's finally here. And it's going to be a little weird watching in November. Actually, it's 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 different for me to have like a golf major during football season. It's Yep. It's really strange, to be honest, because I got so much to do in football season. And then the Masters is like a whole football week combined in itself. So I'm um, just looking forward to it. And uh, you know, I guess, we'll, you know, we'll see what it brings us. Right. And you mentioned, obviously, just right off the bat there, it's the, it's the Masters in November. Do you think the course will be playing any differently than, than it usually is in April? Uh, I think the only difference is maybe the ball won't fly as far because of the colder weather, but the the lows, I mean, the lows for the week are supposed to be in like the 60s. So I don't see like the, I don't see the temperature playing much of a, much of a factor, but it's supposed to rain on like Thursday, uh, maybe some winds, but I'm pretty sure like it usually rains for like a couple rounds at the Masters anyways, or at least it has like the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really... You know, these guys are so good these days that I don't really think it matters when they play, especially when they've been playing the hardest courses, you know, for like the U.S. Open PGA Championship already. I think they're, you know, I think they're well suited to play at this time. And I think the Masters, you know, the Masters knows what it takes to get ratings and stuff. They want an exciting tournament. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't want they don't want the winner out there shooting one over, you know, even par. So, you know, I think the Masters, you know, they're ready to you know, to put on an exciting tournament. I was just reading th- today that they, uh, they've been talking to the players, like after all their practice rounds, saying what they thought of the course, you know, if they should make any changes and stuff like that. So, um, I'm, I'm just looking like, you know, I'm thinking that they're looking for an exciting weekend, you know, especially after this yeah. delay, you know, they want to crush it. They know they're going up head to head with football and stuff. Um, so I, I think they want to put on something that's exciting for the fans to watch. Yeah, that'll definitely be interesting to see like what the ratings are like for you know college football on Saturday and NFL on Sunday versus the Masters. Um, well, they last got a, year they had it, they got a little they help. had it early. Yeah, they got a little help with the uh, cancellation of the uh, Alabama LSU game. So uh, that's right, I forgot about that. Right. So 
Um, off the bat, so what players we've been? Let's actually start with something else. We've been talking a lot about the players we like this week. We've been talking like a lot of the guys that play well at Augusta a lot. Who do you think of the big names is not going to do as well, and maybe you might fade this week? <laughs> well, last time I came on here, I said a uh, Dustin Johnson. I mean, I said a uh, Bryson DeChambeau was a fade at the U.S. Opener. Was it the PGA right. or U.S. <laughs> Open? Yeah, the and U.S. US Open. Open. And he just destroyed, you know, the field on the last on the last day. So I felt kind of dumb there, actually. But um, playing bad this weekend, I would say like Rory. You know, I just I just watched his press conference and he didn't really sound like so motivated. You know, he was talking more about the baby and stuff, uh, the new baby, and you know about being a dad and stuff. So I, I think maybe like. The desire is not there for him this weekend, even though he's never won like a Masters. I, I Phil Phil Mickelson sounded more positive for for Rory than Rory did, so um, I would just probably fade Rory. I mean, he hasn't been playing that well since you know the the coronavirus break, um, so I would probably just say Rory there. I, I know one person that I liked uh, one bet for a player to to do bad that I was looking at earlier, and I spoke with uh, one of my. One of my friends, one of my clients, his brother plays on the PGA Tour, and he's also playing uh, in the Masters this weekend. Um, I told him that uh, our favorite fade this weekend is uh, Jazz Jazz to miss the cut at minus 160. That's like free money. Uh, the guy should not be yeah, playing in the Masters. <laughs> that's right. With the field locked, um, but when it was supposed to be played, the field got locked. So there's a lot of players that like aren't actually playing this week like daniel berger uh, is one of the guys that we mentioned that like should definitely yeah. be in the field this week but isn't um and i'm i mean like you're right guys who are in the field like might have not been playing well recently but they happen to make the field because they played well a while back yeah. so it's crazy that daniel berger is like not playing you know it's like it's, yeah and hovland right. too they're both not playing yeah <laughs> right um so th- i feel like the biggest you know, talk of the week, obviously there's been talk about what irons and what clubs he's had into every green. It makes, he ma- he makes it look like a pitch and putt. What do you think of Bryson DeChambeau this week? I actually was just talking about Bryson to the, the, the my friend whose brother plays on tour. He told me that, uh, I should bet, uh, Bryson to make an Eagle at, uh, where is this? Uh, like minus 200 i think he said it was like free money that's it uh, so on the, for the whole tournament that's it yeah the, and uh he said that uh he hit an eight iron into two yesterday and hit a three wood over the three green so oh my uh, god i also saw over he, the three green. he went three wood seven iron yeah. into r5 as well i think yeah so um he told me also a good bet that he liked was uh bryson to birdie all par fives in round one plus 600 um <laughs> They're playing as par fours to him, probably. And this guy, he hates Bryson. So um, if he's saying to bet that, um, it's probably a pretty good bet. But um, yeah, um, I'm not going to doubt like Bryson DeChambeau again. Uh, so, I mean, what he did at the you know the U.S. Open. What was it, the PJ Championship or the U.S. Open? I always get confused. The, the U.S. Open. Open. Yeah, the U.S. Open. What he did there, like, I mean, that was like a course that like didn't play well for him at all. And he still managed to win. He, you know, he kept his temper in check, stuff like that. So, I mean, I could see Bryson, you know, doing really well. They don't want him to, like, uh, you know, own the course and stuff. But I think some courses, like, they just can't stop him these days. I mean, his drive is, is just, like, ridiculous. 
and he looks like he looks like he gained like 20 pounds since his last tournament. The picture I saw of him today. We were talking about that. The yeah, other day. Tomorrow, yeah. Um, <laughs> like the fact that there was a picture of him carrying like range balls, I think, like in his hands. Yeah, yeah. He that's, just that's the picture. Huge. He looked huge. It was. It was. He crazy. looked double double the size of Tiger. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, speaking of like what kind of play styles like fit courses, obviously that doesn't always work. But um, yeah. I mean, what kind of play style do you think fits at Augusta? I mean, I've heard. Like Augusta's good for long hitters, but it's also good for players who have a really good approach games. So I mean, I mean yeah. what kind of play style do you think um, you'd lean towards this week? A guy that I I like a lot this weekend. I mean, he's obvious. I mean, everybody likes him, but John Rom. Um, he he's been playing well. Um, this course I think really suits him. I think he really wants to get that green jacket. And the last two days, he has a hole in one each day. Uh, hole in one today, hole in one yesterday in the practice round. The so, hole in one that sk- I saw skipping across um, the water. Today, yeah, that was the yeah. craziest hole in awesome. one I think I've ever seen. Like, might have been one of the best <laughs> golf shots we've ever seen. So, um, that was nasty. And Kepka, Kepka's playing better. Um, he seems like a little healthier now since he t- he took that little break. Um, and he's a gamer. You know, just getting second place last year, I think he really wants to, you know, win it. And DJ, um, I've heard that DJ really hasn't been feeling that great. Um, but my friend that, you know, works, I have a friend that works with DJ and he told me that he wasn't feeling great last weekend and that he didn't really know if he was going to play in the tournament actually. Like he wanted to withdraw kind of on like Wednesday night. He ended up, you know, doing very well. So I don't really know how much I can trust that anymore. So like DJ, I think he could do well. Um, but I'm just going to lay off that because I just don't know how he's feeling like physically. So I like the Shambo Ram. Uh, Kepka, uh, I I hate Tyrrell Hatton because you know the guy screws me one way or the other if I bet him. Yep. Um, also, I think Patrick Reed could play well uh, this weekend. Uh, one of the guys who I always like at the Masters is Jordan Spieth, but I'm I'm just done with that. I'm not like drinking that Kool Aid at all anymore. Fair uh, just just fair. I mean, the guy is like uh, I think after like eight nine holes last weekend round one, he's like tied for first round leader and then he like triple bogeys two of the last three holes like, <laughs> just the wheels are totally off and today i saw him hit you know skipping it across the water uh, with gary woodland and that you know he's getting really good at that shot because he's been in the water so much lately <laughs> but that's just a guy who's who's cool like i'm not drinking for this weekend and a tiger it would be nice to see tiger win but i don't know this is just, i mean this is like the if tiger's gonna play well this year this is the course to do it at He's fully rested and stuff like that. So, you know, I think I think the winner is going to be like, you know, DeChambeau, Rom, uh, Kepka, or Tiger. I don't really see – or Patrick Reed. Those five guys. And Morikawa, he's got good odds for this weekend, but I don't really trust him lately. I feel like he kind of hit that rookie wall, maybe that second-year wall. Yeah. Um, but besides, you know, those guys, I don't, I don't really see anybody else like that is going to play as consistent – enough to win this tournament right? do you think the layoff for tiger is going to be going to affect him a lot like he hasn't played since i don't think versus so. Ozo, i guess but yeah no he has played so much golf the last 20 years i mean i don't i don't really think i think if anything it could help him you know right i think he had like a pretty good layoff like last year going into the masters if i you know he wanted to get prepared like for the masters and stuff last year too yeah, so I, I don't i don't think a guy like that i don't think that you know the layoff is going to hurt him no, so, whatsoever. so you mentioned consistency and I feel like 
at least consistency in majors and, you know, big field tournaments. Xander Shoffley has been a yeah. guy that, that's been in pretty much all of them. Do you, do you like him this week as well? Or Everybody talks, you know, every single major that comes up, all I hear is these people talking about, you know, you know Xander Shoffley, he's got a top 10 in like so-and-so straight majors. You know, well, when is the guy going to win? I mean, he's been, he's had the lead at so many events that he's choked the last day. Mm-hmm. It's like hard for me to back a guy like that. He can't close, you know? That's uh, fair enough. And I walked, I did the inside of the ropes things with Xander, like in Bahamas at the, at the hero world challenge two years ago, the nicest guy in the world, his caddy Austin, the nicest guy in the world. Um, but it's, it seems like just like when, they, when he gets those leads, he just can't hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really, I think it was the, uh, what was it? The CJ cup where he was, you know, leading by like three strokes headed into the final round and he, right. just and then he choked away to can yeah. or was it Canley or was that Hen- wasn't like Henley, I think, or. Might have been, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he just can't close, so I can't. It's hard to like back a guy like that. I mean, maybe to get top ten. Yeah, that's what that's I was about good, to say. But... Like a top ten bet might be a good one for him. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's right. like if it's Brooks Koepka versus Xander Shoffley, like headed into the the final stretch, the final nine holes, and they're tied for the lead, um, I'm gonna back Kepka like a hundred times out of a hundred there because he knows what it takes to win. And Shoffley, you know, he doesn't. So yeah, hasn't gotten there yet. Right. Yeah, maybe so, he'll break through, but I, he just hasn't done it yet. So. so I remember specifically at the PGA, you gave us some some matchup like uh, best bets, as, as we call them, um, that, you know, I think you gave us two and they both won by by a good margin. Are there, are there any matchups you're looking at this week? Um, just overall tournament matchups that you really like? Yeah, one tournament matchup that I really like is uh, DeChambeau minus 134 over McElroy. Uh, I just don't think that Rory... Is like playing near his top right now, and I think Deshambo is like playing so good. And on top of it, Deshambo like he just wants to piss people off and win. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows like people don't like him, and I think that really drives him to like perform well. Um, he knows that people say, "Oh, well, like the Masters isn't going to let you know this long drive guy beat them and stuff. They're going to adjust the course and stuff." So I think he's out to prove that you know he can beat them. So I like that matchup. Um, I also like, uh, you know, what's what's crazy here is, you know, every site has like different matchups for golf. Mm-hmm. So correct, um, yeah. But the DeChambeau versus McElroy matchup, like every site will have that. Right. Um, so um, I feel like they're usually out to get you on the matchups. I'm actually surprised that's the matchup. Like I feel like it would be more of like a, a Bryson versus DJ would make like more sense as a bookmaker, but. Well, they'll, they'll have that matchup too. Yeah, like they obviously. Get up. For the top players, they'll have like a bunch of them. Another matchup that I like is I like Tiger minus 155 over, over Phil. Um, right. I think Tiger can like put together four rounds, whereas like Phil might like put together one good round, but then he's going to like just shoot eight over one round and then he'll just stop caring. He'll put his sunglasses on and he'll just like not, he'll just start having fun, you know? Yeah. Um, I was actually just watching a Phil. He said he he wanted fans to be there this weekend because you know they they like you know they walk all over the rough sometimes and you know it makes the rough you know not as not, not as high as usual um, and they won't be able to have that this weekend. So I like Tiger okay. over Phil right there. I think the minus one fifty five is like a pretty good price because Phil seems like he's just having more fun winning senior events right now. Um, he just doesn't have yeah. this. He doesn't have this like the stamina that he had, you know, a few years ago. So. Uh, that's another matchup that I like. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like like Patrick Reed over Tiro Hatton, but 
again, every time I bet against Tyrell Hatton, he beats me. And every time I bet on him, he loses. So I'm just going to stay away from that one. It seems like a similar like player type matchup. It seems like a very like 50-50, but I could definitely see uh, Patrick Reed. I feel like being the favorite in that one. Uh, there's another one that I like. Uh, Brooks Kepka minus 25 over Bubba Watson. Um, nice Bubba, yeah, Bubba, Bubba's, Bubba's been playing like Bubba's been playing like pretty solid lately, but again, just the ceiling for Brooks is so much higher than Bubba. Right. Oh, definitely. Uh, and I think I think like Brooks is like really thirsty for that like green jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm on him like every single major, but I mean the guy's a gamer. He shows up for every major. Um. And he wants to beat, like, that's the guy who wants to beat Bryson, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. right. So I'd love, for, like, the final day to be him versus Bryson, like, just the final, you know, the final tee time. Because uh, I was watching, like, his, uh, I was watching his, he had took, like, a bunch of Instagram questions, like, through his uh, fiance, like, last week. Everybody, they asked him at the end, you know, why didn't anybody ask Bryson questions? He said, oh, they did, but I just didn't. I didn't feel like getting in trouble and answering any of them, you know? Yeah, that, that would be a really entertaining <laughs> Sunday to, to watch them them go down the stretch. Yeah, Just total mind yeah. total mind games, you know? Especially with yeah. him playing well last week. Um, it definitely gives us a little more confidence in him going into the major. So, Yeah, I mean, he could get last place at every tournament, but and I would, I would bet him at the major because he just shows up for majors, right. you know? Right. So. And you also... You know, we we say this all the time. You're the king of the first round leader. Who who's who's your guy this week for the first round? All right. So first round leaders. Let me let me find the matchups. I mean, not the matchups, but the odds. You know, I, I stop I stop betting. Like you know, usually I would take longer shots to be first round major, and um, I I would like never bet the Shambo because his odds were like always like plus fourteen, plus fifteen hundred. But the Shambo has been first round leader so many times this year. Where I usually just auto play Deshambo now. He's plus fourteen hundred. Um, Kepka also. He's one, you know, first round leader for me. I think it was like the St. Jude or the FedEx or one of those. Mm-hmm. At like thirty to one. Um, Matsuyama always. I like it first round leader. He's plus thirty three hundred. Web Simpson. Yeah, Web Simpson. Yeah, Matsuyama. I mean, he's shot so many opening rounds, sixty fours, sixty threes. Um, I always like him. Webb Simpson, he hasn't been playing as you know as good of golf coming into here, but he's plus thirty three hundred. There's just so many guys now that can like just shoot low. Um, I and I hate to like say it, but like Jordan Spieth is like forty five to one. Um, I just it's like I want to bet him so bad, but I don't like because it just like right. you, you don't want to expect at all. Yeah, he teases yeah. you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every time I do it, every time I bet on him, I, I don't know if I've ever won a Jordan Spieth bet. I've won like so many first round majors for him, but that's like this like two or three years ago. You know, yeah. I just, I just, the guy just, he just can't put, he just needs a new caddy. He just needs a new start. I actually talked to uh, one of my friends who plays on the PGA Tour too. He said he needs to get divorced. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> so, ever since he got married, it's just been downhill. Yeah. I mean, that was with, that's what it was with Rory and, uh, Wozniacki, right? They were they were engaged and yeah, and, uh, yeah they and got playing terribly. No, I don't think they ever got married. But that's you true. Can ne- that's true. You can never go wrong with like Matsuyama, DeChambeau, Webb Simpson, um, you know, guys like that, uh, and Kepka. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I feel like Matsuyama, Kepka, and Bryson are three great great bets for the first round if you're going to make some money um if there's like one long shot i would take for a first round leader 
I mean, you like Gary Woodland's ninety to one. Um, yeah. Um, oh, Bernard Longer. One of my <laughs> one of my one of my one of my friends is actually he's actually married to Bernard Longer's daughter, so he gets to go to the Masters and stuff every year. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's pretty sick. That would be that would be pretty awesome. Probably not this year, I would assume, but. Yeah. Um, so, but overall, you said Gary Woodland for first round leader, long shot. Well, like in general, do you think that a long shot could win this tournament or do you think it's just going to be one of the bigger guys? Yeah. I mean, if Sergio Garcia can win this tournament, anybody can. I mean, if, if, uh, what's his name? The, uh, if Danny, uh, Will it? Yeah. If, if Danny, if Danny Willett can win, anybody can really. That's fair. When he won, he was playing terrible golf. And then he won. So um, that's like a, it could be like Justin Rose this week. He's been playing terrible golf, but like he's a good golfer. Maybe he has a good week. Yeah, I could see like Brennan Todd like winning or something like that. He's like 200 to one. That'd be wild. If the guy plays just like such, he plays like such boring, consistent golf. Yeah. Um, but I mean, these, some of these like Gary Woodland's 200 to one to win. You know, it's like, I mean, that's crazy. Um, Danny Willett's 300 to one. If you think he's going to get a second green jacket, um, this guy, Victor, I would almost bet my life. He won't. <laughs> <laughs> Victor we Perez. We didn't even think he was going to get the first one. Victor Perez. Yeah. He's 350 to one. I mean, you, you can even, you can really yeah. get some good odds, you know, jazz, Janata, Janata won the 750 to one. Um, so I we're, just, we're betting him to miss the cut. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, yeah, I just, it's uh, of course a guy could get like Gary Woodland at like you know ninety don't I mean what is what did I say Woodland was he's a uh, he's two hundred to one you said yeah I mean I could see a guy like that winning I mean this is like if Gary Woodland played four good rounds of golf like he could easily win a tournament um, he's proven it before at a major mm-hmm. you know right. so I think that's good odds for a guy like that um, but besides that, like long shots, it's just tough to see that, you know, and there's, there's so many good golfers now and there's like so many really good golfers. It's hard for like these, like these like lesser named guys to, to come up and win a tournament unless it's like the Shriners open, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Francisco Molinari. I mean, how far has that guy fallen? He's 110 to one to win. Yeah. I mean, final group to, to basically after that falling apart, his whole entire golf career just yeah, a that, hole that, to falling apart that's that killed him shit. yeah that killed him yeah but, um so basically to cap it off if you were gonna pick one guy you only have you only have one bet to to pick the winner Who, who's who's it going with you know between value and just who you think is gonna win i'd say john rom at like he's about 10 and a half to one right now so plus 10 50 uh uh-huh. i think i've been watching him all week practicing stuff um, he, he's looked really good. Um, and he's a competitor. So, um, I'll probably bet Raman and Kepka to win. All right. Okay. You know, DeChambeau, DeChambeau, like I, I like him to win too, but he's, he's plus seven to 50 right now. So it's not really like much of a value right there. Yeah. Maybe he starts out slow in round one and he goes to like 15 to one. Then I would bet him. Uh, but at seven and a half to one, I just can't back him right there. Uh, Kepka is 17 to one. So I like that also. Um, right. but yeah, that's, I mean, more, uh, Morikawa is down at 35 to one. So that's always a guy that, you know, is capable of winning and stuff like that. Um, and I'll probably bet, you know, 
put like a fun bet on like Tiger Woods to win at forty five to one because he's won. Tiger. I mean, yeah, he won last. He won last. Nobody thought he could win last year. He won last year. So why couldn't he do it again? You know, if he he knows this course better than anybody. So um, it's always worth a shot, and and it's fun to watch Tiger. It's fun to bet on Tiger. You don't want to be the guy that didn't bet Tiger and then he's rolling down the final the final home stretch on on Sunday with a two shot lead. So. Precisely. I feel like that's always my biggest fear with Tiger, that if I don't bet him, he's just going to win and it's going to be like killing me. Yeah. Yeah. So probably back him there. And uh, yeah, those four guys. And uh, like I said, I think the winner will be one of those four or five guys that I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, But you never know. So. That's that's the beauty about golf, you know. So exactly, that's it's going to be a fun weekend. And uh, thank you so much for coming on. We obviously always appreciate it. There's a not a major until the Masters in April, so maybe we can have you on for a, for a smaller tournament or maybe a, just a smaller tournament with a bigger field. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun, you know, this golf season. I actually the last month I took off of like golf packages because there's been so much football going on. And right. there were so many tournaments. It was like I could just—it's hard to do every single tournament, you know. Um, so I it took is. that month. I took that month especially. Yeah, I just took that month off just to get ready for the Masters. So it's finally here. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, somebody could possibly win. You know, two green jackets in like a six-month span, which will be crazy. So I—I yeah. I tw- I tweeted that to Billy Horschel actually. You know, I always like pump him up on Twitter. I <laughs> yeah. told him I, I can't. I can't. I can't wait for you to have two green jackets in the next six months. You know, he loves it. <laughs> he's, um, he's a good player. Really he would have the stylist green. He would have the stylist outfit or the sweetest outfit for the green jackets too. Oh, you know? yeah. He would. And, he, and the worst shoe, I just wanted to say the worst shoes ever of any golfer is by far Justin Thomas. I don't know. Guy has the worst shoes of any golfer every weekend. I just, those black and white old school ones, I just, not a fan. Yeah. The foot joys, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Just not a fan of those. Come on, man. Like, I like how Brooks wears like the Nike, like off whites and stuff, but he's not mm-hmm. wearing those. He's not wearing those now, this tournament, because of those, because of his injury made them hard to walk in. So, um, right. I'm just looking forward to a fun tournament. It's going to be cool to, it's going to be cool to have golf going at the same time as college football and then NFL. Right. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll see we'll see how the ratings go, you know. But I I, th- I think the ratings will be pretty good. Both at the same time, red zone on one TV, golf on the other. Yeah, yeah. should be good. Precisely. Looking for, so at least Thursday and Friday we'll have a you know just uh just golf just 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 golf. So that'll be good. I'm looking forward to a to an exciting tournament. So I appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, you know look forward to coming on to the next podcast uh, whenever that. Exactly. Yep. Thanks for coming on. Sounds good. Thanks Thanks again. No no problem. Talk to you guys later. DFS. Let's start with that. High salary guys we like. I put these in here. You can dispute it. Obviously, we all like the first one. Yeah. We We all all love Shane this week. We're all on teams X Men. Wait, who are Are we we all on? Who were we all all in on last week? And it was Russell Henley, right? Russell Henley. T twenty nine. T twenty nine. Okay, so I did okay. And that's not I that's thought, not great when you're all in. I thought I thought my best bet I had him top twenty. I'm like, oh I missed it. I saw I had him T thirty top thirty. I'm like, let's go. The minus one thirty seven he finished T twenty nine. That's the great. classic. The classic minus one thirty. Meanwhile, my, we'll get into it later, but my top twenty finished T twenty four and I think so did Pat's. So mine's not T23, great. T twenty three, yeah. So yeah, we're, all, uh, we're all in on Xander. I've I've been in on Xander since 
I mean, like, it's it's hard March. not to be. I mean, we, we don't want to like make that pick that's like, oh, everybody's going to pick Bryson. Everybody's going to pick Bryson. Xander's been in every major he's played in pretty much. I mean, he's got to mm-hmm. win one, right? He's, uh, I yeah. saw a stat. It was like seven, seven top tens in his 13 career major starts. Mm-hmm. He's always there. Always. Also, he has a, he brings in a salary this week under 10,000. Nine, eight. Yeah, he's, so just no, he's going in my lineup 100%. Um, 100% going in my lineup. Pat, you said can't I? You want to explain? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I just really like uh, Bryson. Sorry, Cantley this week. He play. I mean, he's playing unreal at the. Uh, what did he win the Zozo? Yeah, he won the Zozo, and his approach was unreal, and his putting was his easily his best strength. He figured something out with his putter. I feel like that leads to a very good week. I mean, I don't know if he'll win, but I feel like Cat Canley last year wasn't he second or third? He was. He, he at one point he was leading. Yeah, he was leading. So, at one point, like I, 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 I know who he was. I'm like, I'm like, who is this guy? Why is this guy going to take away take away Tiger's moment? Like I thought I was I was mad at him for leading because I didn't want him to win. I will say but, another uh, guy in the high salary range. I kind of like uh, Justin Thomas. I feel like his game just like fits perfectly at Augusta. He does, I mean, gonna, he, does, he does everything well. It's just like it's it's hard not to pick a guy like that. I was going to say. He's kind of the same way right now. I feel mm-hmm. like Cantley's in like absolute like pristine form. Not that JT's not. He was right down the stretch with him inside yeah. the Zozo. So I, I think was gonna, you can't really go wrong with a lot of the guys at the top. It's yeah. just Bryson. It's do you want to lay the points or the, the dollars on him? Mm-hmm. I would say. I was just saying, an, an, another guy is. Dustin Johnson's last five years here, he's been sixth in 2015, fourth in 2016, 2017, fell down the stairs, 2018, <laughs> 10th, and night last year, second, and he played well last week. So he's also, he also had the arguably the best year of, like, one, like, player of the year, or whatever. Like, sure, on tour, in so. Incredible yeah. form of okay. probably the best. So yeah, how, how about this question? If being the bookie comes on, we'll ask him this, or if that might have been before this, I don't know. Um, who do we not like at the top? Because <laughs> we seem to no, like everybody. That's a, that's a better way to describe it right now because right because I feel like we're just saying, oh, we like him, we like him. Like all, a lot of these guys at the top are good picks. I know, <laughs> but I mean, let me pull it up here. Um, I mean, just based on the eleven-two salary, I would probably stay away from Bryson. I mean, if you really want Bryson, you can yeah. pick him, but like. That's just my personal strategy, which I don't even know if it even works. But like, if everybody has Bryson and he doesn't win, like, what's the point of having has, him? I think Morikawa. I would say has has Morikawa even played here? Salary? I, well, he might have played the course before. Well, yeah, um, but like, has he played? Has but, did like, he played no, in twenty nineteen? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. So here's the thing about Morikawa: like ninety five hundred, you can get Cantley and Kepka for one and two hundred more. I feel like those are just yeah, I would probably economically stay away from better him bets. Too. I agree. I mean, I would stay away from Mark. And Shuffle is 300 more. And I mean, do we think t- Tiger is a little bit high? I mean, obviously, he's the defending champ. He's won five he times, is. but he's at 9 I'd more. stay away from Tiger. There's I'm staying, not much I'm to staying away just because I don't know what to expect. He could he could be top 10. You could miss the cut. I have no idea what to expect from Tiger, really. Okay. I, think I, think I, would, I would like to say he'll play well, but... I just, um, I just don't I mean, know. I just don't since, know we've, since we've talked about almost everybody, what do we, what do we think about Rory? I think. I mean, I think Rory's. I think I always like Rory in the Masters. He always plays well. I think. I. I. I, I hope he wins, but I just don't know. He's. I mean, he's finished. He finished twenty first last year. But after that, it was before that. It was like and fifth, he's seventh. Playing 10th, well fourth. right now. His last four finishes. His last four finishes are T seventeen, T twenty one, T eight, T eight. 
and he'll and he always, so, he's always he's always gonna get up for the masters too he's always, he always in conclusion let's 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 break it down to two high salary guys that 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 are right, above, well, so like, so xander is xander definitely xander is one of them mm-hmm. um are we going above nine thousand um I like Cantley for already... the nine six, so I mean we might as well go Xander and Cantley. Yeah, let's go Xander Cantley. I mean, I, I also let's like I like Justin Thomas, but he's higher salary. So like, if we could so get a DJ. little bit more bang for our buck, might as well go for the lower guy. Yeah, not that it matters. It's all up to you guys who you want to pick. And all of our picks, all of our picks, like the highest ones, like eight seven in our picks. Like you can fit, you can put a couple high salary guys and get uh, one of our picks in there at all mid range value. Mm. So. I mean, yeah, I'll just we'll just pop right I'll, into I'll our re- picks. Might as well. Yeah, I'll read off a, a like a lineup that I have after after we're done with these picks because it's like, it's kind of an absurd lineup that I can get all these guys in there, but we'll, we'll go over it after. Um, mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? I'll go first since I have the highest salary guy. I think. Um, so I really like Hideki Matsuyama eight seven. That's pretty good salary for him. Um, if you look at his master finishes over the years, he has uh, a nineteenth, a T eleven, a T seven, and a solo fifth. So that's not too bad at the Masters. Um, he had a strong finish of the week last week. Obviously, he finished T2 last week. He had a final round um, seven under, which was the low round of the week. Um, he also finished T17 at the U.S. Open, which is and is one of the better ball strikers, especially recently. Um, I just I feel like Masayama is going to come out and play well this week. It's just one of those weeks for him. Very good ball striker. If his putter is good, he should play well. And also 8-7, that's a pretty good price. Want me to go? Go ahead. Sure. I'll go with Jason Day, a four hundred. Both my picks I'm basing off of form at the Masters and like somewhat current form. So Jason Day's last five Masters finishes: fifth, twentieth, twenty second, tenth, and twenty eighth. So all pretty solid finishes for a four hundred salary. And he was T seven last week, so he's could yeah, be going say, back he, to he looked really good. Good form, yeah, and. Over the summer, he had a crazy stretch of like five, four or five top tens in a row before a few down weeks. Now, so maybe he's coming back to that good form, like right in time. And he knows the course, like arguably better than like most people in the field. He's played played here for years, so I think eighty four hundred for his caliber of play and his experience is a very good pick. Uh, yeah, Pat, you're right. So I'm going. What's mm-hmm. up? Go ahead. Nothing. He was just at the top of the leaderboards last week too. So yeah, yeah he was he was in the final group, wasn't he? Or someone? Yeah. He was. He was. Yeah. He, played, he was playing with Ortiz. Um, yeah. So I'm going with Ricky Fowler, which is kind of the you know, it's a weird pick because Ricky Fowler, I f- is as I've said a million times, like one of the more overrated players in golf. But he does play incredibly well at Augusta. He his last three finishes are T9, solo second, and T11. And he's only finished worse than T12 once since 2014. And, um, you know, he's in, like, decent form right now. He's not, like, not playing incredible. But he was five under at at, uh, at the CJ Cup, which was good for, like, a T28. And he was seven under at the Zozo, which wasn't um, – I think he was, like, T50. Like but, as I said, as long as you're not playing awful golf, I feel like you can take into account more the history at Augusta. So, I agree. And he's only and, yeah, Ricky, he's a mid-level guy that you can pair with, you know, two. You can probably pair him with two of those like guys that that we said for high salary. 
Yeah, he's another guy who's finished like probably like second like three or four times here. Mm-hmm. Player for years. He knows the course better than a lot of people. Exactly. And then for my second pick, I'm going with – I liked it for my second pick. I always like to go with somebody that's going to like round off your lineup or at least be like the second to last guy depending on where you spend your money. Um, not going to pick a guy like I obviously think is going to win. But Zach Johnson, I mean, he has a win here in 2007. He's 6,800. And he's a low salary guy that has potential to actually, like, you know, contend even. I, I don't know about contend, but as much as he contended at the U.S. Open. Like, what did he finish at the U.S. Open again? Some, somewhere good. I mean, he, he finished well in both the majors this year, I believe. Yeah, he's he's played well in both the majors. Yeah. And so far this year, you know, I'm taking into account, you know, some of those Jeek stats. He's 41st in strokes gain approach and 27th in strokes gain putting. I feel like he's just been on an absolute roll. And when you put that into consideration with his, with his, you know, his history at Augusta, he's also has a T9 here um, on top of his win in 2007. It's pretty good value at 6,800. Yeah, like, uh, he finished T8 at the US Open. Yeah. So I like Zach Johnson does as a kind of a value play here. All right. So my second pick, again, going off form at the Masters and experience, I'll go with Louis Oosthuizen at 7,900. Uh, last five finishes here, 29th, 12th, 40, 41st, 15th, 19th, and he came in second here in 2012 with the Albatross and came in second to, DJ, to Bubba. Again, like another guy who's not playing bad. He came in third at the U.S. Open, so it's, and he has decent results. He hasn't hasn't really missed any cuts before or after that. And a guy who knows his course very well. Obviously, smoothest smoothest swing on tour. Great, uh, good ball striker. Decent putter. I think he could have a solid week. I don't, like for seven, I don't think he's going to win. He might not compete for on Sunday, but I can definitely see him finishing in top twenty or at least the top thirty for sure. Okay, and so for my last pick, I'm going with someone that's kind of way down on the on the list, at least as far as salaries are concerned. And I think the reason because of it is because he doesn't have a lot of pedigree at um, the Masters and at Augusta. But I'm going to go with Corey Connors at 6,600. I mean, this is probably like your last guy that you would fit into your lineup if you have a lot of higher salary guys. Um, he's been pretty hot since the new season started. He has two top 20s. I think one top, that's one of them's a top 10 um, and a top 30. Um, he's a ball striker. I mean, I feel like I pick him a lot, so you already know. He strikes the ball really well. He's especially striking the ball well off the tee this year. Um, and he's starting to get the reputation as one of the best iron players in the world. And I feel like Augusta is just a noted second shot course. So if you have a guy like Corey Connors at 6,600 who could hit good second shots and hopefully bang in some putts, I mean, he could finish in the top 20, the top 30. Top, it's like very good for somebody at that salary. Agreed. I think that, that'll be actually a very mm-hmm. good pick this week. Um, so let's go to our bets. Last week, we all, or me and Jeek, barely finished outside the top 20 with our top 20 bets, top T23 and T24. And Trevor barely finished inside of his T30. So yep. standing, standings are Trevor at 7 and me and Jeek at 5 points. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can uh, gain on that. So I'll start with this one. Um, we'll just re- reverse the snake draft here. I got, I, I mean, I had Bryson in here before at plus 900, but to a certain extent, I was just like, there's not as much value there. I'm going to probably put a bet down on Bryson this week. So, I mean, take that for what you will. But out of pure actual value, I think Patrick Cantley at plus 2,800 
is a good pick. Like I said, he's putting the hell out of the ball. He's hitting good approach shots. Like Jeek said, it's a, it's a big second shot, of course. I'm liking Patrick Cantley this week. And then I guess I'll also do best bet. Um, I like I like the, the, the categories for these majors. Going top Korean, Sung JM, plus 125. All he has to beat is Ben On and Siwoo Kim. And I'm blanking on the fourth one. It's nobody... Um, Sung Kang. It's Sung Kang. Yeah, I I, I like Sung JM plus one twenty five to beat those three. It's really not that much of a big ask to to beat those guys. Sung JM oh, yeah. also a great approach player. I didn't even look at the nationality props because I've been so used to just like not having any bets to make like at the beginning exactly. of the week for these tournaments. I didn't even look at them. Mm. But uh, you know what, Trev, you could go first. Okay, so I got my winner. Uh, been saying it for a while. Xander Schauffele at plus 1,600. Seven major starts. He's always in it. Uh, he's due, he, I think he's due for a win. He's competed well at the U.S. Open this past this best two months ago. Uh, well, it feels like forever ago. Uh, but uh, he's, he's my guy. I've been riding with him for a while. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with him here. Uh, six plus 1,600 to win. And best bet, kind of bold. But I'll go Jordan Spieth, top 30. Based off the fact that maybe he figured something out for a brief moment on the first day in the front nine. <laughs> okay, this this is that's Jordan Spieth literally every term and he plays. It's like, yeah, oh, maybe he figured it out. Maybe but, he figured it out but, plus eight. But like, where do you finish last? Twenty first. Okay, but if he's gonna do if he's gonna do well anywhere and come out and play well anywhere, it's gonna be here. So and I'm I'm, like, I'm gonna. That's a that's a fun bet for you to for it you is. to keep track of because it doesn't mean he has necessarily has to be in it, but you can be no. Jordan Speed all weekend to hopefully exactly and, and hopefully and, if he and, makes the weekend and, and yeah and, and I want him I want him for Jordan Speed I want him to do if he wins I'd be ecstatic I'd be oh, I'd, I'd be, be so happy for him like if he even if he competes I'd be really, I just I just want to see him compete I want to, I haven't seen I feel like I haven't seen him play in forever so I I would love to see him do well I think I think he can finish top thirty we'll see it's a little bit riskier but. Uh, it's Augusta. He loves his place, so we'll see. Quick shameless plug here. I mean, if you want to go to the Golficity store, I don't know if it'll be there in time for um, Augusta at this point because you're listening on Wednesday probably, but go buy the Jordan Spieth or like the Spieth Greller 2020 shirt. Mm-hmm. Sure. Even though Biden's already won the 2020 election, but Spieth, you know. I mean, if you recount the votes, uh, Spieth might Spieth and, Yeah, if you recount the votes, Spieth and Greller might have won. They might have won the election this year. You never know. Texas so, could have gone Spieth's way. You never yeah, know. Texas, Texas <laughs> definitely could have gone Spieth's Never know. Um, so I was also going to go with Xander Shoffley, but I'm going to mix it up so that we have another person in here for a winner and we don't both have Xander Shoffley. Um, I'm going to go with JT at plus... Uh, 1250 which is pretty good value for jt he's not the like he's not the the lowest guy out there he's like the fourth or fifth like guy um i just think a course that fits his game like so well i mean augusta is that course um he's been playing pretty well he's always in it um i feel like jt gets up for the majors too um definitely plays big in the majors um, I mean, approach game's good. He hits the ball a mile off the tee as well, just not as far as Bryson. <laughs> um, he putts well. So, I mean, if a course sets up to JT's game um, and JT is in, in the mode this week, um, he could definitely pull it out. And then for my best bet, I'm looking for that plus two. So I'm going to go with Tony Finau, top 10 at, at plus 350. 
Um, I believe in 2018, the last time he played in the Masters, he finished uh, in 10th. Um, he finishes top 10 in a bunch of majors, kind of like Xander does. Um, I feel like he finished fifth at the U.S. Open in 2018, ninth in the Open in, in 2018. So, I mean, he also finished 10th in the PGA one year. Um, also T5th at the Masters in 2019. So both times he's played in the Masters, he finished in the top 10. Um, he's been playing pretty good golf. And if somebody's going to swing off Bryson out of anybody on the golf course, I feel like it could be Tony Finau. Just anyone who like, has the tools to do it with Bryson to to putt with him as well, I think Tony Finau is that guy. Do you guys hear the Fast and Furious movie going on outside my? I, I did just I hear a little bit of it. I was a little I confused swear. there. <laughs> uh, I was just saying, Finau Finau is basically a poor man's Shoffler. I feel like he hasn't like they like both of them always compete at the majors, always play well, and then they both never haven't really won a major yet. Or I mean, this, this is crazy. I don't know. Poor man, but like one, slightly two, three, less four, good. Yes, five, yes. Six, seven, that, eight. Yeah, not not really poor man. They're both very like very very good and similar he level. Has, he has he has more a poor man. Xander Shoffley is Charlie Hoffman. In in major yeah, championships, Tony Finau has eight top tens. That's how many starts? Probably only been on the scene for like three, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like fifteen, twenty starts. Okay, so they're 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 very both of them Shoffley and. Fina are both really good bets to finish really well in majors, but maybe not. But yeah, I mean, I, I normally I would take Fina top twenty and be like, and just lock it up and be like, yep, that's a lock. Fina is going to finish in the top twenty, but I need that extra like point here. Mm-hmm. I like it. So first round leaders, I I don't know who put in one of them, but I put in the top two because I feel like they're both guys that can go pretty low on a singular day. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say them. Cantley plus 3300. I mean, you saw what he did at the Zozo on the final day. He shot like eight under to come from behind. Like he can he can go low for a round. You're and, all in on Cantley this week. Yeah, I am. I'm pretty all in. I mean, like not all in because I I mean, but I I do like the value around him. And then Kepka as well plus 2500. He's mm-hmm. playing. Okay. He's he's back to playing well, and he's a guy that's won many first round leader bets throughout so his I, time. So I I put in this last one, and I I kind of like it. Bubba Watson uh, plus 4000. I mean. Talk about course horse. Bubba's won here twice. Um, I feel like it doesn't really matter. Bubba's going to play well this week. Um, maybe he plays well in the first round. He's, and he's started off hot, and he's in pretty good form. So, I mean, yeah. just talk about course horses. Bubba Watson yeah. plus 4,000. Why not? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we can uh, basically, that does it for, for our bets. We can cap off the week with birdies and bogeys. Who wants to start? Um. I gotta think about I, these. I probably have the worst bogey. So I've, I've, been, I've been so hyped up about the Masters, I didn't think about my birdie, birdies and uh, bogeys of the week. So I'm gonna start off with my bogey. Okay. Currently in uh, the big Q right now. We're in quarantine. <laughs> We're in quarantine. One of my roommates has COVID. I feel like that's a common theme on this podcast. Every week, somebody thinks they have COVID or does have COVID. Mm-hmm. Te- te- I got a test tomorrow, but uh, not looking good. Is it is it a rapid is it a rapid test? Like I don't know. I haven't a, I haven't asked yet. I'm gonna ask tomorrow when I take it. But okay. yeah. So there's that. So I'm but so I'm quarantining. But I'm quarantining in a 84 degree room right now because our AC got shut off. Oh my god. So I'm heating up right now. It's they, they weren't expecting it to be 75 degrees in Syracuse today. But when they shut it off, it was on Monday last Monday when it was snowing, and there was 75 degree weather in the forecast. So I don't know. It's <laughs> But jump the gun. Of course, birdie. Um, I kind of 
for, or foreshadowed what was going to happen last week at the end of the podcast. I was talking about, hey, don't get COVID, but if you're gonna, you can do it now. This and, week is perfect. And, and uh, you talk <laughs> that, you talk that into reality. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I really jinxed the living hell out of us out of this apartment. <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell my roommates that. So I really, yeah, I really jinxed us there. That sucks. Right, I'll go with That's my. my- my birdie is, um, we played. Well, I'm, I'm actually playing like a lot of golf now, and I'm playing the ball like really well. Like I went to the, like I went to the range last week twice, and I was like striping it, and then playing tomorrow morning at 7:48 a.m. A- with my friends, <laughs> and then because uh, what we we originally said we're not going to play this week because because the Masters prices with like the courses, the course we play is usually eighteen dollars. There's yeah. masters. Well, well, down yeah. down here it is because there's no fans. So like wow. in the rolling an hour away. So, like the course we usually play is eighteen dollars, but net, then it went up to fifty dollars for nine. And what so, the, but then we like got discount. We got a discount for tomorrow because we're students, so we're playing for twenty three. I think, uh, eighteen holes tomorrow morning, seven a.m. Um, so that's a birdie and a bogey. I have to get up really early for that, but. I guess other bogeys is the Bears just suck, so I'm not. I don't want their offense about it, is terrible. Great offense. Great it's offense. oh, it's it's. I literally, I it's taking years off my life watching that it's team play football. It's hard to watch. Yes, it is. It is hard to watch. So, but yeah, hopefully they turn around. But we'll see. And also, been Masters. That's everyone's but birdie. But Masters this week is probably the most excited I've been for golf in a long time. A long time. Nice. So my birdie of the week. I'm back in Boston. Uh, been a week. Uh, just kind of wasn't here, and now I'm back. Uh, but part of the part of me coming back, uh, meant I had to get another COVID test because we get COVID tests every, every three days here. Um, and whatever they like, barely let me into my building today because it's like we have to show them like a like a badge that like pretty much says you got tested. And like I didn't get tested because I just got back this morning. So like I came in, dropped off all my stuff. Like I was like, all right, I'll go get a COVID test now. And I go out to get the like go get the COVID test. And of course they are like literally cleaning the entire testing center, like sanitizing the entire thing. So you didn't get COVID while you were there probably. No, but like, so I'm like, okay, like I guess I'll just go back into my room and like, and and chill for like an hour or whatever. They didn't let me back into the building because I hadn't gotten a test. So I was stranded for about an hour, just like sitting outside, like wasn't allowed in any of the buildings at BU because like I didn't get a test. Um, uh, yeah, so that kind of sucked. I just had like an hour to just like sit outside and wait for them to clean so I could get my test. Um, and then other bogey of the week, uh, the betting week, I had like four or five bad beats like yesterday and I don't I never want to gamble again. So, uh, yeah. that's how it is. That, that's how it be sometimes on Sundays. I mean, my, 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 they, my it was one place. after another, after another, it was crazy. I mean, last the, one, the one that killed me the most, um, Obviously, everybody saw the Saints game last night. Saints Bucks. Saints crushed the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara over forty-eight and a half rushing yards. I think um, at halftime, Alvin Kamara had nine carries for forty yards. So I'm like, okay, this is looking really good. Nine carries, forty yards needs nine more yards, right? Not a single carry in the second half. Not one. That's it's amazing because they didn't like they were winning by so much too. The whole he game. didn't get a single carry in the second half. He got like a couple receptions. No carries in the second half. That bet just nine carries for forty yards. That's what it stuck at, and I was like, crazy. And then the other one was like minus eight in the Steelers game, and they're on the twenty yard line, and they should kick a field goal to go up eight, right? 
and they mm-hmm. went for it and they didn't get it and they almost lost to the Cowboys of Garrett Gilbert, but they didn't. And I was hoping they lost because I had them. Lose. I had them minus four and a half in a teaser and they won by five, so that was pretty clutch. I had my. I put. I'm stopping betting for a little bit, but I put ten dollars on a parlay just like see what would happen. Last leg was the Cardinals. On my it. last uh, leg was. My last leg was the, the Seahawks. Wasn't a bad beat. They just got crushed. Forty-nine yard field goal was short. That's like, tough. That's tough. Like, oh god. But yeah, but, no, it, it was a tough week of bad beats. Uh, yeah, there, Actually, was, a, there I, was a third I, I one, a but week. I had a good week. Forget but what it was. There were bad beats. I had a, I had a good. I week, think Gron- Gronkowski to like catch it the first Bucks touchdown, and one hit him in the chest, and he dropped it, and like, <laughs> it would have been a touchdown. It would have been a lot of money because you know those bets. But yeah. anyway, that's how the week went. So, all right, we'll, we'll get him at the Masters. Well, Let's go get him at the Masters. It does not matter what tournament is next week, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see you then. Hopefully, one of our picks head. Yeah.